0: listening to faith that works a podcast ministry of faith community church indianapolis indiana this is pastor steve nanny and i'm so grateful that you've tuned in today today we're going to pick up a sunday morning sermon and we're going to give you a part of our ninth message in this series entitled build through the book of nehemiah we're going to be in nehemiah chapter 12 today and we're going to be talking about the subject of worship thanks for listening it's not about you it's about him it's actually you came to church today for me hallelujah you came to stir me up right Barb you're here for me and guess what I came for you Barb I I didn't come I didn't come for me I came for Joe I was about to say I didn't come for Joe but I did you see what you sit on the front row does to me it's got me all out of whack But don't leave. Stay right there, all right? Right? We come for one another. Your list of why you come to church ought to be God, others, me. That's it. End of story. Right? So then guess what? Right? When you get up on Sundays, church needs me. I need to be there. I need to be in church. It's the Lord's house. It's the Lord's day. I'm going for the Lord. I'm going for others. Because guess what? We need each other. And that's why when we gather, don't just say, don't, don't walk, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring you up here. Social distancing. We're married, so this is safe. Okay? We don't walk up to people at church and go, hey, good morning. I had a terrible week, and I just want to let you know that things are not going so well for me, but I'm doing the best I can. And anyway, see ya. Right? That's what, I, I'm glad that I came to church so I could throw my junk on everybody. Right? I just want to throw up on everybody coming to this. I just want to throw up, verbally throw up on everybody today. Right? Do that at home. Come to church to give. How are you? How's your week? How can I pray for you? You doing good? Getting God good? Isn't God amazing in life? Great. You're so good. Thank you. Right. Right, we come to church for uh, in an imperfect world. We still worship God. If you only worship God when you're rich, how shallow are you? Oh, he called me shallow. He can't do that. Yes, he can. Right? How shallow are you when you just worship because everything's good? And when things are not good, you think, "Yeah, I'm staying home today." What? It's not about you. It's about God. It's about God. Worship principle number three, you think it's been hard, it's getting worse. From worship comes surrender, surrender. So think about this. At the end of this worship service, they took a collection. Like, wait a minute, isn't my worship enough? But your worship is actually going to cost you something. Worship's going to cost you something. From worship comes surrender. They gather contributions, first fruits, tithes, the service of purification. Here he goes talking about that tithing again. Worship that doesn't require of you is actually cheap worship. Think about this. Not only did you come to church today to say, God, you are good, and I'm here to help others. I also come to say, God, what do you want? What do you want, God? God, what do you want? God, so, can I tell you, I'll just be honest with you. I raise my hands in worship, but most of the time I raise my hands and God, it's all yours. God, my life. See, I do, it, I do it with my posture. God, my life is in your hands. I give myself to you. It's all yours. I'm renewing my commitment to God out of worship. So in a worship service, God gets to say, I need this. It's worship that requires. It's worship. Can I tell you, Abraham, there that picture, said this. He said, stay here. He told his servant this. Stay here with the donkey. I and the boy will go over there and worship. Worship. Now, wait a minute. God's already told him to kill him. But in Abraham's mind, this is an act of worship. We are going to worship and we will come again to you. So listen to this. The only reason you can worship today the only reason you can come to church today, the only reason you have any peace today is because of what Jesus did on the cross. You know why you can pray today? That prayer, that's just so easy. It was not easy for Jesus. Right? Not easy for Jesus. Right? Let, let, let's talk about family again just for a minute. Some of you ladies, you worked eight hours on Thanksgiving dinner and they threw it down in about ten minutes. And you went, Dad coming? I mean, in the time I took to make the mashed potatoes, Thanksgiving dinner's over. That's it, right? So it was hard, right? So your hard work, somebody enjoys. Your freedom, Christ paid for. Hear that? Your forgiveness. Paid for. Your sins? Oh, pastor, I've been a terrible person. Paid for. Not easy. Death. Blood. Nails. Pain. Sweat. It cost Jesus. Can I tell you this? So you come into God through Jesus. You stay close to God because of what you give up. Now you hear that? Because there's going to be seasons in your life, God's going to be like, no, you can't have that anymore. That's mine. Whoa, 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 whoa. now, God, now you're up in my business. Because now you're wanting to talk about my money and my marriage and my children. And God, I gave you my heart, but I, I mm. and so we hold back something. God's like, we're not doing this game. I gave my son Jesus for you right? The least we can do is return the sacrifice. Can I tell you, though, let me give you a little good news. You'll never have to die on a cross. But even if I did, right, it still would not be the cross of Jesus, the cross, the punishment that he had to bear, right? The punishment of the world would never be on my shoulders. So when God says, all right, so let me see if I can, I'm thinking this is an analogy that might work. My brain's just going a thousand miles an hour up here. Now, watch this. So, I'm going to use justice. Justice gives me $100. I turn it into $10 million in a week. He might want to give me whatever money he's got left. Is that asking too much or is that smart? That's smart. And then justice might want to say, how do you do that? Show me. Teach me. See, all we're doing is submitting to the one who knows everything. Why, why do we fight God? Why do we fight God? When God's got the, all the answers, he's got the right answers. He knows the better way. You've been spinning your wheels trying to figure out your own life. God's like, can you just die and let me help you? Can you just lay down? Can you stop? Right? I keep talking about family today, but some of you got kids that are saying, Mom and Daddy, I know how to do this. What? You've seen me do laundry once? Now you're ready to roll? You have no idea what you're doing. The kid's like, no, 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 no. I watched it on YouTube one time. Now I do this. I tear an engine apart. I saw that YouTube video. That dude pulled that Honda Accord apart, just ripped it apart. I watched the video. Give me the tools, mama. And then you as a parent go, okay. We would never do that, right? And we tell God how to run our lives. We tell God, Now, God, here's what's best for me. And God's laughing like, really? You don't think I know what's best for you? You you don't think, hey, I don't know about you, but I'm thankful for the things that I asked for that God did not give me. There have been things I've asked for in my life that God did not give me. And looking back, I say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, that he did what was best for me, even though I fought him on it. So Jesus sacrificed so we could come, but we must sacrifice so we... Can't stay. So worship principle number four, worship is for everybody. Who's supposed to worship? Just Levites? No, the Bible tells us right there in verse 43, the women and the children also rejoice. When it's time to worship, it's for everybody. Can I tell you real quick, that's why I love having children in the service while we sing. Can I tell you mamas and daddies, the best thing you can do is worship in front of your children. Worship in front of your children. Right, Because they need to see what it looks like. You need to pattern what worship looks like. And you need to teach them to sing. Teach your children to sing. Teach your children to worship. God wants everybody worshiping. And worship principle number five is worship impacts others around you. When you live a life of worship, it will impact the people around you. The joy of Jerusalem was heard far away. I don't know about you, but I'd love to be a church that people say, man, they worship down there. Oh man, they worship. They lean into God because guess what? Remember, worship's not about me. It's about him. So I don't worry about how I'm feeling today. I worship because worship is all about him. So let us do this. Let us declare and acknowledge the perfection of God. You think you can get on board with that? You think you can get on board with declaring and acknowledging the perfection of God? But wait a minute, pastor, we live in an imperfect world. Yes, we do, and we always will. Life is always going to be hard. There's always going to be difficulties. There's always gonna, that's why I'm looking forward to heaven, because we can worship with nothing. No strength no hard times, just unadulterated, nothing, just worship. But we can do it now, declaring and acknowledging the what? The perfection of God. See, because i got to make it about him. Because I came in, some of you came in today, kind of down, kind of up, kind of everything, in between. But we have to realize God wants our worship. God desires our worship. And it's good for me to worship. In an imperfect world, I'm going to lift up a perfect God. And I'm going to do that. And I'm going to renew my covenant to him. And then guess what? So, So watch this. So when God asks for something, we give it. That's why we come, arms open, hands open. God, what do you want? of mine today. What am I holding on to today that I've not given you? Every time we worship, every single day, God has the right to say, I want this. I want this. Give it to me. Surrender, surrender, surrender. Let's bow our heads. Close our eyes. Thanks so much for tuning in today. You've been listening to Faith That Works, the ministry of Faith Community Church, Indianapolis, Indiana. If you're ever in the Indianapolis area, come join us Sundays at 10 a.m., 6 p.m., and we have Bible studies throughout the week. Ministries for all ages. We are at 6801 Southeast Street in Indianapolis, Indiana, 46227. Come see us sometime. God bless you. And just always remember that Jesus changes everything.